Shalom and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year. I'm Johanna, your reader today, and today is just a few more days left until we've completed this year's reading of the Bible. So congratulations to all of you who have been Listening through this year with us, we're almost finished, and then we get to start over again because God's Word is never finished with us. We get to continue to go deeper and be renewed by His Word daily, and it's such a privilege to get to serve so many of you in this way. Um, This New Year's reading cycle will bring some new things as well for our little Patreon community. The patrons are those of you who are supporting this podcast, and it is such an encouragement and a blessing to us. So we've got brand new things coming for our patrons. So be looking out for that as we start our new reading cycle this year. We'll make some more announcements about that as well. Just so excited to start a new reading cycle with you. And I wanted to remind you, because a lot of people are asking, the translation that we'll be using for next year is the TLV, the Tree of Life version. Um, Yeah, so there's those announcements. Let's get into our readings for today. Today is Tuesday, the 3rd of October, the 18th of Tishrei on the Hebrew calendar, the biblical calendar, and it is the fourth day of the Feast of Tabernacles. Today in history is the possible date when the Messiah began to teach in the temple during Sukkot, John 7.14. But when it was now the midst of the feast, Yeshua went up into the temple and began to teach. So our first portion for today is going to be, and these are Sukkot readings that we're still in, uh, Deuteronomy 15, 1 through 18. Let's take a moment first to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. At the end of every seven years, you shall have a Shemitah. This is the way the Shemitah shall be done. Every creditor shall release that which he has lent to his neighbor. He shall not require payment from his neighbor and his brother, because the release of the Lord has been proclaimed. Of a foreigner, you may require it, But whatever of yours is with your brother, your hand shall release. However, there will be no poor with you, for the Lord will surely bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you you for an inheritance to possess. If only you diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God, to observe, to do all his mitzvah which I command you today. For the Lord your God will bless you as he promised you. You will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. You will rule over many nations, but they will not rule over you. If a poor man, one of your brothers, is with you within any of your gates in your land, which the Lord your God gives you, you shall not harden your heart, nor shut your hand from your poor brother." 
but you shall surely open your hand to him. You shall surely lend him sufficient for his need, which he lacks. Beware that there is not be a wicked thought in your heart, saying, The seventh year, the year of Shemitah is at hand, and your eye be evil against your poor brother, and you give him nothing, and he cry to the Lord against you, and it be sin to you. You shall surely give, and your heart shall not be grieved when you give to him, because it is for this thing the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in all that you put your hand to. For the poor will never cease out of the land. Therefore I command you to surely open your hand to your brother, to your needy, and to your poor in your land. If your brother, a Hebrew man or a Hebrew woman, is sold to you and serves you six years, then in the seventh year you shall let him go free from you. When you let him go free from you, you shall not let him go empty. You shall furnish him liberally out of your flock, out of your threshing floor, and out of your winepress. As the Lord your God has blessed you, you shall give to him. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you. Therefore I command you this thing today. It shall be, if he tells you, I will not go out from you, because he loves you and your house, because he is well with you. Then you shall take an awl and thrust it through his ear to the door, and he shall be your servant forever. And to your female servant you shall do likewise. It shall not seem hard to you when you let him go free from you, for he has been double the value of a hired hand as he served you six years. The Lord your God will bless you in all that you do. That was Deuteronomy fifteen one through 18. Our next portion is Numbers 29, verses 20 through 25. On the third day, eleven bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs a year old, without blemish, and their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, after the ordinance, and one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering, and its grain offering, and its drink offering. On the fourth day, Ten bulls, two rams, fourteen male lambs, a year old without blemish. Their grain offering and their drink offerings for the bulls, for the rams, and for the lambs, according to their number, after the ordinance, and one male goat for a sin offering, in addition to the continual burnt offering, its grain offering and its drink offering. That was Numbers 29. 20 through 25. Our portion today from the prophets is Zechariah or Zechariah 14. Behold, a day is coming for the Lord when your plunder will be divided within you, for I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city will be taken, the houses rifled, and the women ravished. Half of the city will go out into captivity, and the rest of the people will not be cut off from the city. 
Then the Lord will go out and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. In that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem to the east, and the Mount of Olives will be split in two, from east to west, making a very great valley. Half of the mountain will move toward the north, and half of it toward the south. And you shall flee by the valley of my mountains. For the valley of the mountains shall reach to Azel. Yes, you shall flee, just like you fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uziahu, king of Yehudah. And the Lord my God will come, and all the holy ones with you. It will happen in that day that there will not be light, cold, or frost. It will be one day which is known only to the Lord, not day and not night. But it will come to pass that at evening time there will be light. It will happen in that day that living waters will go out from Yerushalayim, half of them toward the eastern sea and half of them toward the western sea. It will be so in summer and in winter. The Lord will be king over all the earth. In that day, the Lord will be Echad and his name Echad. All the land will be made like the Arava, from Geva to Rimon, south of Yerushalayim. And she will be lifted up and will dwell in her place, from Binyamin's gate to the place of the first gate, to the corner gate, and from the tower of Hanan-el to the king's winepresses. Men will dwell therein, and there will be no more curse, but Yerushalayim will dwell safely. This will be the plague with which the Lord will strike all the peoples who have fought against Yerushalayim. Their flesh will consume away while they stand on their feet, and their eyes will consume away in their sockets, and their tongue will consume away in their mouth. It will happen in that day that a great panic from the Lord will be among them, and they will each hold on to the hand of his neighbor, and his hand will rise up against the hand of his neighbor. Yehuda also will fight at Yerushalayim, and the wealth of all the surrounding nations will be gathered together, gold and silver and clothing in great abundance. A plague like this will fall on the horse, on the mule, on the camel, on the donkey, and on all the animals that will be in those camps. It will happen that everyone who is left of all the nations that came against Yerushalayim will go up from year to year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the Feast of Sukkot. It will be that whoever of all the families of the earth does not go up to Yerushalayim to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, on them there will be no rain. If the family of Egypt does not go up and it and does not come, they will have no rain. This will be the plague with which the Lord will strike the nations that do not go up to keep the Feast of Sukkot. This will be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all the nations that do not go up to keep the Feast of Sukkot. In that day there will be on the bells of the horses, holy to the Lord, and the pots in the house of the Lord will be like the bowls before the altar. 
Every pot in Yerushalayim and in Yehuda will be holy to the Lord of hosts, and all those who sacrifice will come and take of them and cook in them. In that day, there will no longer be Canaanite in the house of the Lord of hosts. That was Zechariah 14. Our portion today from the writings is Second Chronicles 34, verses 1 through 17. Yoshiahu was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned thirty-one years in Yerushalayim. And he did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord, and walked in the ways of David his father, and did not turn away to the right hand or to the left. For in the eighth year of his reign, while he was yet young, he began to seek after the God of David his father, and in the twelfth year he began to purge Judah and Yerushalayim from the high places, the Asherah poles, the engraved images, and the molten images. They broke down the altars of the Baals in his presence, and he cut down the incense altars that were high above them. He broke the Asherah poles, the engraved images, and the molten images in pieces, made dust of them, and scattered it on the graves of those who had sacrificed to them. Then he burned the bones of the priests on their altars, and purged Judah and Yerushalayim. And he did this in the cities of Menasheh, Ephraim, and Shimon, even to Naphtali around in their ruins. He broke down the altars, and beat the Asherah poles, and the engraved images into powder and cut down all the incense altars throughout all Eretz Israel, and then returned to Yerushalayim. Now in the eighteenth year of his reign, when he had purged the land and the house, he sent Shaphan the son of Azaliah, and Maaseiah the governor of the city, and Yoah the son of Yoahaz the recorder, to repair the house of the Lord his God. They came to Chilkiah, the Kohen Gadol, and delivered the money that was brought into the house of God, which the Levites, the keepers of the threshold, had gathered from the hands of Menashe, Ephraim, of all the remnant of Israel, of all Judah and Binyamin, and of the inhabitants of Yerushalayim. And they delivered it into the hands of the workmen who had the oversight of the house of the Lord, and the workmen who labored in the house of the Lord gave it to mend and repair the house. They gave it to the carpenters and to the builders to buy cut stone and timber for couplings and to make beams for the houses which the kings of Judah destroyed. The men did the work faithfully. Their overseers were Yahat and Ovadia, the Levites of the sons of Merari, and Zechariah and Meshulam, of the sons of the Kohatites, to give direction, and others of the Levites, who were all skillful with musical instruments. Also, they were over the bearers of burdens, and directed all who did the work in every kind of service. Of the Levites there were scribes, officials, and gatekeepers. When they brought out the money that was brought into the house of the Lord, Chilkiah the Kohen, found the scroll of the Torah of the Lord given by Moshe. Chilkiah answered Shaphan the scribe, I have found the scroll of the Torah in the house of the Lord. So Chilkiah delivered the scroll to Shaphan, 
Shaphan carried the scroll to the king, and moreover brought back word to the king, saying, All that was committed to to your servants they have done. They have emptied out the money that was found in the house of the Lord, and have delivered it into the hand of the overseers and into the hand of the workmen. That was Second Chronicles 34, verses 1 through 17. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Revelation 19. After these things, I heard something like a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven, saying, Hallelujah! Salvation and power and glory belong to our God. For his judgments are true and righteous. For he has judged the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with her sexual immorality, and he has avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And a second said, Hallelujah! Her smoke goes up forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who sits on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah, saying, Give praise to our God, all you his servants, all you who fear him, the small and the great. Then I heard something like the voice of a great multitude, and like the voice of many waters, and like the voice of mighty thunders, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God of hosts reigns. Let us rejoice and be exceedingly glad, and let us give the glory to him, for the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And it was granted to her that she would array herself in bright, pure, fine linen. For the fine linen is the righteous acts of the holy ones. Then he said to me, Write, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. And I fell down before his feet to worship him. But he said to me, Look, do not do that. I am a fellow bondservant with you and with your brothers who hold the testimony of Yeshua. Worship God, for the testimony of Yeshua is the Ruach of prophecy. And I saw the heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat on it is called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes are a flame of fire, and on his head are many crowns. He has names written, and a name written, which no one knows but he himself. And he is clothed in a garment sprinkled with blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which are in heaven followed him on white horses, clothed in white, pure, fine linen. And out of his mouth proceeds a sharp, double-edged sword, that with it he should strike the nations. And he will rule them with an iron rod, and he treads the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of the God of hosts. And he has on his garment and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the birds that fly in the midst of heaven, Come, 
Be gathered together to the great supper of God, that you may eat the flesh of kings, the flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, and the flesh of horses, and those who sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and slave, small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the throne and against his army. Then the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet who worked the signs in his sight, with which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast, and those who worshipped his image. These two were thrown alive into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur, and the rest were killed with the sword which proceeds from the mouth of him who rode on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh." That was Revelation 19. You'll be reading Acts 26 today also if you are reading through the New Testament twice this year. I pray that the Word of God is a strength and an encouragement to you as you listen today. I am Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Mm-hmm.